Hey everyone, and welcome to Money Moves for Teens. My name is Tally Levy, and in this podcast, I will be talking about business, entrepreneurship, and of course, money. I hope you take something away from this episode and enjoy. Imagine a world where you're not relying on anyone else for money. Not your parents, not your friends, not your siblings. It's just you making money for yourself and having the financial freedom to spend it on whatever you like. I don't know about you, but I would want that privilege as soon as possible. And there are ways to achieve that freedom, even as a teenager, but it does mean putting in some work. This week, the topic we'll be focusing on is what jobs teens can start today in the service industry. I understand there are certain age limits to some jobs, so in this episode, I'm going to focus on jobs that don't require someone else to hire you. You can take initiative and get these jobs up and running, no matter your age. I'm going to talk about seven different jobs a teen can have in the service industry. I'll explain the pros and cons of each and about how much money you can make from them. As explained in my first episode, it's important to learn about money at a young age. But honestly, money might not feel relevant if you're just learning about what to do with it. You need to actually feel what it's like to manage your own money. And the only way that's going to happen is if you start making some of it. I hope these ideas spark inspiration and hopefully you can start one of these and start making money today. The first job is that you can start being a tutor. Do you excel on a certain subject at school? Ever thought about being a teacher? If those apply to you, you may like tutoring. A tutor is someone who provides assistance to one or more people on a certain subject. In most of your cases, people would consider you a peer tutor. This is actually a job I have experience with and I tutor math. A pro to this job is that you don't really have to learn a bunch of new information. You're just teaching others with the knowledge you already have. Another is that by tutoring, you will improve your communication skills and how well you can work with and explain things to others. Those qualities are important with really any job. The next pro is that tutoring can be done online. That can fix any problem you may have with transportation and it's just another option depending on how you like to work. And in times like these when people have to stay home, having the flexibility to continue your work online is an amazing opportunity. You can tutor online with sites like Zoom or Microsoft Teams. And lastly, what I think is most gratifying is seeing the kid you tutor improve in the subject, whether that be measured by their grade or just their overall understanding of the work. It's really nice to know you've helped someone out and that they're improving as a result of your teaching. A con to this job is the transportation. Their parents may not be able to take them somewhere after school because they'll be at work, and some of you can't drive yet. So just work out something that works for the both of you and understand each client's situation can be different. Some places you could go to meet is at a public library, or if you and your student go to the same school, meet after school if that's okay with the teachers. And of course, you can meet at either one of your houses. Another con is you probably need to supply some basic materials like pencils, paper, calculators, and things like that, so it may cost you some money, but remember, you can always ask a friend or a teacher to lend you their supplies. Don't let lack of money be the reason you don't start. Okay, so prices. If you look up how much a tutor can make, don't get super excited just yet. You may see tutors can make around $80 to $100 an hour, but that rate is typically for people with years of experience or with certifications in teaching. Peer tutors, what you guys would be considered, can charge anywhere from $15 to $30 an hour. Again, your Asian experience can raise that rate over time, as well as the number of students you have or how high in demand you are. 
Also, you should make your qualifications clear. You don't want to be taking 7th grade math and show up to a session to teach 11th grade math. It will become clear very soon you aren't able to do it. And students always need help with something school related, and I'm sure their parents will be grateful for your help. The second job you can start is yard care. This is perfect for those of you who love being outdoors and like switching up the type of work you do. Of course, if you want to specialize in one thing, that's fine, but yard care can mean so many different things depending on the season. You can mow lawns, shovel snow, rake leaves, pull weeds. There is a very wide variety of services you can offer. And that's the first pro, that there are so many different things you can do. Again, the other pro is that you can be outdoors for your job. And lastly, it's a pretty stable job if you start it up and establish a name for yourself. If it snows year after year in your area, it's pretty much a guarantee you'll have business at that time. A con to having a lawn care business is that in some areas the work really is seasonal and you won't be able to work year-round. Another con is that the startup cost can be pretty expensive. Lawn mowers, rakes, and shovels aren't cheap, so make sure before you invest in these tools that people around you are in need of this service and that you're ready to work hard at your job. And remember, your materials don't have to be the newest ones on the market. Buy used tools or maybe even ask to borrow the ones your customer might have if they're okay with that. This job can pay differently depending on your specific service offered, but lawn mowing is a common example and most people agree $20 for mowing a quarter acre lawn is about right. But if your client wants to negotiate a price with you, try to set the first price and make it higher than you would normally think to charge. This is because whatever is first put out, every other number is relative to it and it creates an anchor in the negotiation. This has to do with a psychological effect I can talk about in another episode and how you can use it to your advantage. The third job you can start now is pet sitting. There are different ways to carry out this job and I believe the most popular way is checking out multiple times a day into the pet owner's house to give their pet food, water, exercise, and whatever the owner requests. I've also seen people pet sit in their house as if the pet were their own. The way you decide to pet sit depends on the owner, you, and your parents. If your parents aren't comfortable with pets in the house, honor that and work something out with the owner. A pro to pet sitting is that if you're trying to convince your parents you're up to the task of caring for a pet, but they're not sure, you can prove that you're responsible by doing this job. Another pro is that you are doing the animals a huge favor by staying with them. This way they can stay in the safety and familiarity of their own home and go about their routine as normal. A con is that things happen, and if something happens to the pet while the owner is away, it can be stressful. But just communicate regularly with the owner and keep them up to date on how their pet is doing. Pet sitters usually charge $20 to $40 a day, and that rate can be higher if you're watching more than one pet. If you do overnight pet sitting, you can charge around $75. This fourth service might come off as a little random, and it definitely is seasonal, but gift wrapping can be a great job. During the crazy holiday season, everyone needs gifts wrapped and for most, it's not a task they enjoy doing. When being entrepreneurial and trying to make money, you have to look for opportunity everywhere. Always be on the lookout for how something can be improved or how you can make a task easier for someone else. A pro to gift wrapping is the high demand during the holiday season. And if you're the creative type, you can show off your skills with the gifts that you wrap. A con is that your family may be a little turned off to the idea of you not spending all your time with family during the holidays, but for some, the fact you can work and have some time to yourself when everyone is at home can actually be a pro. We all need a break from people we see every day sometimes, and the situation now makes that very clear. 
One more con is that there is a cost to get this up and running. You have to buy the tape, wrapping paper, scissors, and things like that. But just a tip, check with your parents before you buy these things. I feel like most times, families have leftover wrapping paper and things from the previous years. So, how much you charge really depends on how big the gifts are and how much material you're using for each gift. For small gifts, you can charge around $10 and adjust it as gifts get larger. The fifth job you can start as a teen is becoming a hairstylist. If you have a talent for doing other people's hair, you can actually make money for that talent. Most cosmetology programs require you to be 16 years old to have a license, so if you're too young for that, at this stage without a license, I'm mainly talking about just putting someone's hair into a new style without changing the color chemically or cutting their hair because those are more permanent changes that I wouldn't recommend doing without a license. You can do people's hair in preparations for a school dance or party, whatever it may be, people always like a new hairdo. A pro to this job is that if you want to go into this profession later, you can start a portfolio now that showcases all your work. Another is, it's a talent you have that you can make money from. I mean, what's cooler than that? Some cons can be the cost of materials needed. Again, I'm not talking about bleach and dye and scissors, I'm talking about things like hairbrushes and hair ties. Also, you may have to deal with a customer not liking the result, but you will really come across that with any job. When deciding how much you should charge your client, I would say it depends on how intricate or detailed the design is and how long it took. For 30 minutes, you could charge around $15 or something like that. The sixth job you can do is dog walking. So, if you like dogs or are just looking for an outdoors job, this will be great for you. A pro to this job is that dog lovers simply get to be with the dogs. Another is that you're getting exercise at the same time. Some cons are that some animals can be unpredictable, so be safe and get to know the dogs a little before you walk them too far away from their home. Another con is that there may not be many dogs in your area, so first I will learn if there are before you spend any money on marketing such as creating flyers or business cards. It wouldn't make sense if no one around you has any dogs. On average, dog walkers get paid $15 per 20-minute walk, and that can increase with length of time, with a 30-minute walk being $20, and so on. If the dog owner has a busy schedule and doesn't have as much time as they would like to give their pet exercise, you will be a huge help to them. The last job I'm going to talk about is babysitting. Babysitting is common, yes, but it has potential benefits. If you have younger siblings you are used to watching or just like looking after younger children in general, you may want to consider babysitting. A pro to this job is that you can choose your own hours, and because all of you are in school, this flexibility is good and you can offer your services after school or on the weekends, for example. Another pro is that you can choose or come up with your own activities for the child, depending on who it is you're looking after. If you're the creative type and want to see how much kids like a certain game you came up with, it might be fun for you to babysit. Also, you gain experience looking after younger children. Some cons to this job are that kids aren't always up for listening, and they can be hard to control. Another con is possibly dealing with parents' frustration about how you watch their kid. Both really depend on the child and their parents, so know what you're getting into before you sign up for the job. Also, don't advertise things about babysitting you're not capable of, such as staying overnight for younger kids or watching a newborn. You may be able to do these things, but for those of you that can't, just make it clear to your customers. The parent is trusting you to watch over their child, so be honest when it comes to talking about your qualifications. So, let's talk about how much you'll get paid. 
The rates usually range from $10 to $20 an hour, which can go up if you're watching more than one kid at a time. And remember, with more experience and qualifications, you can raise your rates over time. Some ways you can get more qualified is by taking babysitting courses. A good one to look into is the Red Cross babysitting course. They also offer classes on first aid and CPR training. These certifications are good to have on file because they will increase your credibility. So that was all for the jobs you can start at any age and not worry about an employer. Of course, there are more than the seven I just went over, but those are pretty well known and I wanted to lay out all the pros and cons so you didn't have to look up a bunch of information yourself. Because procrastinating that research part can lead to no work being done, which means no money being made. I hope this episode gave you ideas as to what jobs you can start now to make some money. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you got something out of it and feel free to reach out to me with any questions through my social media. You can find me on Twitter at Money Moves for Teens and on my website at moneymovesforteens.weebly.com. All the links will be in this episode description. I hope to see you next week. Bye!